Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts of a Young Man. I am your host, Abraham Joseph, with my co-host, Tyler Palmer. Tyler Palmer's not feeling a little well, but he's pushing through, so we'll give him a little round of applause for <laughs> literally getting out of bed. Lots of people who are sick would stay in bed, plus it's a rainy day. So thank you, Tyler, for not only coming here, but showing up as much as you can. Of course. <laughs> it's the least I can do. The least you can do. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> Yeah. Today's conversation will be about social media. The, we're in the age of digital slavery. Yes. Where there's times where we talk to our friends and they have screen times of eight to ten hours, which is honestly a full-time job. And they're not getting paid for any of it. Not a dime. And back when I had social media in high school, I was a digital slave too. I I remember the time where... Like, before I even had an iPod or an iPhone, I was getting all A's. Mm-hmm. Second I got it, like, everything went down to C's. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's, there was no other reason. Like, I was in the same class. Yeah. Same material, but the only difference was now I have a phone mm-hmm. that has social media. Right. Can you attest to that, Tyler? Very much so. Um, I want to say I was, like, a straight-A student. Like, I was, like, an A, B student. Up until about... I want to say fifth grade. Fifth grade was the last time I had actually saw the grades. And then I got a phone. Mm-hmm. Got a, uh, I think it was my first phone was like an Android. And I got Instagram and Twitter. And um, this is before Snapchat. So yeah. then I got Instagram and Twitter. And all I did was scroll, scroll, click. And all I do was be on the phone. Drew grades dropped tremendously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tremendously dropped. And it's because all I did was <laughs> before I went to bed... Before once I wake up first thing in the morning while I'm at school while I'm on the way to school scroll scroll <laughs> scroll 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 digital slave digital like, slave it was like it was literally took control of me where I couldn't think about anything else but like going back on social media mm-hmm. and then when I was on social media the only thing I could think about was what was next <laughs> right I couldn't take my mind or my focus or my attention anywhere else mm-hmm. and deleting social media was honestly the best like I could go on that board now thinking about it where they said best decision you ever made deleting social media was best decision I ever made I feel so much more at peace I even wrote down like some of the benefits that I had myself which I know is different for everybody Mm -hmm. but I'm so grateful I deleted social media for those that don't know there's a board in in like the library that we record this podcast that says what's the best decision you ever made and I think Abraham I think you should write that down because Deleting social media is like if you really want to grow, I think it's pivotal. I can't personally do it because I have to preach and I have to post the word of God on there, which also leads to me getting sucked into it. But let me ask you this: Yeah, what would happen if you deleted the app but not your accounts? So like you went on the Google browser instead. Well, because with our accounts, I still post, but I don't have the app. Oh yeah, that's true. You can do that. Well, um, it would be t- tricky for me because I like to do um, like videos where like I'll record myself speaking and like I'll post the videos and you can't really do that on like the like the the way I preach is it's more of an in the spirit moment. Like whenever God drops something in my spirit, I go straight to my Instagram story, my Snapchat story and I just let it flow out of me instead of pre-recording it, which I mean maybe I could do that, but for me, I, I just think like it'd be easier for me to to keep it on there, which sucks. 
but keep it on there and then post when God speaks to me. So I see. But more power to you, though. I'm glad you deleted it because it's literally a trick of the devil. <laughs> it is. It was a trick on like my mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Like it was slowly deteriorating as I continued to go on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same to me. Yeah, it's destroying me. <laughs> it is. It really is. No, actually, I got. Um, the, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. I'm a little little sick, but. This morning, around like 1 a.m., I literally was like, dude, I've, I've been doing is scrolling. What I'm going to do, I'm going to just go get some gas, leave my phone here. I'm just going to take some time just to meditate and get off of this because I'm getting annoyed because all I do is scroll. It's like, what What am I gaining? I'm not getting paid. What's your return on investment? <laughs> right. And they've taken, what, how many hours off of me? Oh. So many hours, and I'm getting no money for Hours it. you don't get back. Right. Can't get that back. It's terrible. Honestly, it's horrible. I'm, I'm glad that Apple didn't have the screen time thing when I had social media because I'd be so sad looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. My screen time back then, it's slightly decreased now, but back then was mm. horrible. Mm-hmm. All I would do, and I think um, we can also talk about like not only how bad it is to be on there so long, but what, what we're filling our brains with that we don't even know we're oh, filling yeah, our brains yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, wow. That's good. I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the things that you watch are what you think about afterwards. Right. And we, what people, what is, what's so tricky about it is there are only, like, 10 to 20-second videos, mm-hmm. posts. But we're thinking, like, whatever, I looked at it, it doesn't do anything to me. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It does a lot. It does so much. It does so much that, like, it's not physical manifestations. Mm-hmm. It's it's internal manifestations of what happens. Like how you think about certain things is completely impacted by what you just watched. Mm-hmm. How you hear something is impacted by what you just watched. How you feel is impacted by what you just watched. Mm-hmm. Like people literally go on social media to change their mood. Right. As if like that social media account is completely in control of what's going on within them. Right. It's like saying the external world controls how I feel internally. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah, no, it doesn't. And plus, and it, it, it is doing that. Yeah. It's literally controlling how you feel internally. Yeah. What you're scrolling on, what you're clicking on, like that's going to affect you. You don't even know it. Mm-hmm. That's why we say slaves. Because mm-hmm. enslaved people, I mean, there are some people who know they're slaves, but like. A lot of them didn't want to escape because they didn't really know that there was freedom on the other side. Right. Exactly. They didn't know. They didn't know what it was. And that's what it is today. They don't know that there's freedom in not being on that phone. <laughs> there's so much freedom. There's so much that you can do in that time. That goes for a benefit that I wrote for myself was, like you said, freedom. I had more free time. Mm-hmm. Like the seven hours or six hours I was on my phone mm-hmm. is now time for me to do whatever I want. Right. So I've been maybe like this is a false you know, percentage, but like maybe a thousand percent more productive since I've deleted social media. I'm getting so many things done and it's like, it's literally changed how I think about things because it's like, now like when I'm not doing anything, I'm like, whoa, I could be doing something. Mm-hmm. And before I wouldn't really think about that. It was just like scroll, scroll, lay in bed, scroll, taking a nap, scroll, quote unquote taking a nap. Like I'd say I'm going to take a nap just to scroll more on Instagram without being right. bothered. Like, that take free time. Take the phone in the bathroom, scroll. The, yeah. 
like, Why? or like play music, all these things like that phone is allowing me to do, I do it. Mm-hmm. And that's taking away from, again, listening to my own thoughts, like trying to like see how, decipher how I feel. Right. Decipher like my priorities, mm-hmm. my, my, um, my physical health, because now I'm just like just sitting down, but that sitting down is not doing anything for like my muscle mass, anything for my joints, anything for my 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 organs, right? My my brain. You can't put lotion on while you're on on your phone. <laughs> exactly. Although there are people who try to do it. <laughs> they got the lotion in one hand and they're, they're squeezing out the bottle and then they're scrolling in the other hand. Like Whoa. what? What's this? What's this? What's this? Well, let's go to I mean, that's the reality of it too. That is, yeah. It, it, like that's that's fact. Uh, that we can branch into like how um, go for it. So I said lotion in the hand with the phone in the other. Uh, if you guys can decipher what we mean by corn, that. yeah, corn. corn. That also messes with your thought process too, because terribly, like how you see a girl is going to be impacted by the corn that you just watched, right? And then like. They feel that because you give off that type of energy. You mm-hmm. stare at them a different way than if you would have never looked at that corn. Right. Or the other way where a girl is thinking about a guy in the same way that she just washed her corn. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's not – I mean, they're just thinking of each other lustfully, right. lustfully instead of just gaining that connection. Yeah. And, like, again, that, that, that distorts your, your thought process because you think, oh, man, she's looking at me. She definitely wants something. Yeah. What? You're probably in her way. Exactly. <laughs> she's like, what are you doing? Like, she's probably thinking something completely different. Completely different. But right. since, like, you know, like we mentioned that other episode, Crucify Your Fantasies, where yeah. if you listen to your thought process so much, like, you start to believe it. Mm-hmm. And it's distorted by corn. You start to believe, like, that's what it's supposed to be like. Right. And that's terrible. It's detrimental to you. Yes. Like, you lose friendships because of that. Or, like, you lose potential friendships because of that. Because you approach somebody with the outcome in mind that they don't want. Right. That, that they're not even thinking about. Yeah. And like, it's nasty. It is. It's very nasty. And, and I'll, I'll attest to this, like, thank the Lord for delivering me from that. Because like at some point, one point I was just thinking of women so like, like terribly. And I was like, why, why do I think about getting to this one point with this girl when I don't even know who she is? Yeah. Like, it, and that's because I was so filled with the corn and the social media with the girls posting their, their A's and they're posting their T's and the girls doing things to do. I'm like, wh- why do I have this dis- disturbed perception of women? Mm-hmm. Like, why? And then the thing is also it takes you to that fantasy realm. Yep. And it doesn't, you're not crucifying that. You're allowing your fantasy realm to, to control be, you. Yes, to control your mind. And it's terrible. And it's, and it's also like even worse. Like they know what they're doing on there. Mm-hmm. If they every whoever's running these accounts, who's ever running social media, knows what they're doing. They're fully aware. Here's Ramar said it, and um, I think no no one of our parties in LA said, mm-hmm. "Let me break it down for you beginners." Instagram's the best way to promote some some pussy. Yeah, it's like they know what they're doing, but since you don't know from the other side of like the the consumer. Mm-hmm. You continue to go more and more into that, and then that affects your how you look at people. Sometimes, yes. like you see people, like they spend so much money on these on these accounts, mm-hmm. and now they're losing so much in finances because they're unaware of what the other the producer is doing. Yeah, and it's just 
it's distort. Like it's disgusting to be it, honest. It is so disgusting. You gotta pull yourself out. Yes. By the bootstraps. <laughs> yes. And the thing is, there's so many people that aren't going to pull themselves out mm. because it they're so comfortable in it. They're so mm. every day is just dopamine hits, small dopamine hits. Yeah. Every second of their day. But people don't realize that builds up their tolerance. Right. So then when they're sitting down doing nothing, they want it. Yes. It's like going for a job interview or just literally maybe in the elevator, they just pull out their phone, scroll, scroll, scroll. It's like trying to squeeze out three videos, three dopamine hits. Right, before they go and interview. And then like that kind of tolerance makes you not look at the the small things as enjoyable. Right. Because like you see a puppy and it's like, well, I mean, that's not someone dunking on 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 screen or I don't I don't have social media anymore so I forget what they post. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. There's another thing too where like I forget what they post. My opinions are my own now. Mm-hmm. I really don't think about what other people say because yeah. I don't read what other people say. Mm-hmm. So like someone could there could be some event going on right now and a whole bunch of people have like an opinion that's based off of another comment because it sounds like smart. Yeah. But then someone comes to me even if I have that like similar opinion it's not based off of what I read mm-hmm. it's based off of what I was just told or what I was like what I've seen about the thing yeah and that's super beneficial like no one not many people have their own opinions anymore nah, it's always man. based off something else or right. someone else based off someone else's comment somebody else's opinion online mm-hmm. like based off what somebody else thought yeah and it's like oh yeah I'm gonna agree with that and that's what I think now or people argue about that Right. And it's like you're arguing over, and people get real bold over the screens. Oh my gosh, they get so bold. Wow. Insane. Honestly, the amount of boldness that, that some of these dudes have online, like, why can't you have that in person? To be honest. Like, you're literally a key, what we call them is keyboard warriors. Keyboard warrior? As but, if I can't get your IP address. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right as if I can't, can't track you down. Type in your, your Instagram account online and just find out your all, all your life. Yeah, people's whole life is on, on some, yes, online. Yes, it now. is. Mine, I, honestly, my life is on my social media. Golly, like the, all the basketball stuff I post, all the stuff about God. Like most of my life is on there, you know. And that's, I mean, not not in a harmful yeah, way. Yeah. If somebody wants to come get me, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. They probably could come get me, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's like some people's lives are on there that some stuff just doesn't need to be on there. No. Some stuff just you don't need to be posting on social media, no. like, yeah. And then they they go. Some people even go in there and cry and rant. Then yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh my gosh, life is in the Like, no, you need to take that up between you and God. I also wrote that down too. Where when I deleted social media, I filtered out a lot of the fake friends that I had because mm-hmm. like I'd post something on social media, I wouldn't cry. I post something on social media like, oh, this was upsetting. On like you know those finstas, I don't know if you remember that. In high yeah, school. I remember. Finsta. And everyone's, everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, are you okay? Are you this? Are you this?" Or like it's my birthday. Everyone's like, "I got a hundred happy birthdays." When I turned twenty and I was at FSW, you know how many people wish me happy birthday? Three. Three. Yeah, three? yeah, three. Ice. Three. Yeah, actually, people. That's excluding my parents. Yeah, three people. Three people. The year before, literally a hundred. Right. Like, these people don't care. They don't really. They don't care about me as much as I thought they did. Right, and that's that goes for everybody. Social media really just again distorts your perception on how people perceive you. Mm-hmm. Everyone, it's like everyone thinks they're the main character of everyone else's life because of social media now. Right, it's like no, like, you're not going to pull up first on my feed. Right, 
yeah, I filtered out a lot of fake friends. Not mm. maybe not fake friends, but like people that I thought were my friends. Yeah, people that you thought were your actual people, mm-hmm. the people that you actually you actually thought were. And because of that, cool. I have more engaging conversations with my actual friends. Dude, what? Oh my gosh. Yeah. The the conversations that we've had, like had I been stuck on social media, had we not had these conversations, like, bro, my mind wouldn't be nearly as, as have grown as much. <laughs> it wouldn't have grown as much as it has. Instead, people are, are hindered. They're getting blocked off. They're not having genuine conversations. Mm-hmm. That actually goes into a topic I had. It was I was talking about how it's um, uh, destroying, it's less connection to reality. Yeah. Like you're, you're pulled away from reality. Mm-hmm. You're on the... What it, what is it called? The metaverse or something like the the digital mm-hmm. universe. Yeah, the metaverse. You're on that instead of being in the actual universe. Oh, like get off the metaverse. Go get in the universe. You're avoiding the universe by being in the metaverse. Yeah, and and, and the it's thing is escapism. Yeah, it's, yeah. There you go. Escapism. They're doing that, and the the thing is, like I said, the people who created it, they know, they know that they, that you want to escape. They know that they that you want to get away from what's going on in your life. So they post. Fat booties. They post all these, all this money. They post all these rappers. They post all these cars. They post these houses. These absurd amount of things online that you are starting to like fantasize about that you can't get unless you work hard, long. If you take time to think about your life, mm-hmm. they make it seem like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get this, then and that. Yeah, I'm gonna get this tomorrow because they got it. Like it's like it, again, it distorts your your perception on how hard somebody worked. Right or like how long somebody worked to get what they want. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there's like industry plants. You heard about that? Plenty. There's like the the one who actually does. A, she does a podcast, Bobby Altoff or something like that. I don't know who that is. Not to be racist, it's just, it's this white woman. She's like in her thirties, twenties, and she interviewed somehow. She's got an interview with Drake. She's got an Offset, like all these famous rappers. I'm like, where did she come from? But no, she's an industry plant. And whoever's on here, you probably know who we're talking about. Well, who I'm talking about. Bobby Altoff or something. No clue. Yeah. See, again, it's like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, you don't care. Exactly. So that means, like, what's going on in my mind then? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not aware of these things. What right. am I actually thinking about? Right. But what you're saying, like, with the industry plants, like, these people pop up out of nowhere. And someone who's unaware is going to think, well, well, I mean, it's that easy. All I have to do is just start it, and then all these people will come to me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many things that go on before... Like that big transformation, right? So many things. Yeah, and then I can tie that back into God. Like God, He takes you through step after step after trial after tribulation to finally get you to the promised land. You have to face a lot of problems. Yeah, a lot of things. Absolutely. And social media, what it does is it it doesn't it stops you from realizing how much you have to go through to get to what you want. It, it's like oh, nothing but. Oh yeah, now I see these cars. I see this money. Okay, I'm just gonna go straight for it. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get it right away. No, it takes a lot of discipline. So much discipline. And there's a verse that I just pulled up where it's in Hebrews 12. Mm-hmm. No discipline is fun while it lasts, but it seems painful at the time. Later, however, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness for those who have been trained by it. Amen. Like, but with social media, you think it's tomorrow, right? You're thinking, okay, tomorrow I'm gonna get here. Tomorrow I'm gonna get there. No. No. There's um a book called Atomic Habits where people think they need to make like drastic life changes in order to make their life different. Like, oh, I need to like climb a mountain to like reach success. But like it's always it's always that one percent change. 
and they give this example where there's a snowball in a basically in a room and it's super cold like 28 degrees and in that room the temperature raises up incremental so it'd go 28 to 29 degrees mm-hmm. 29 to 30 degrees 30 to 31 degrees mm-hmm. 31 to 32 degrees 32 to 33 degrees and that's when the snowball starts to melt but those little degree changes also helped with the snowball melting it wasn't just like boom and then everything starts to melt and even though that snowball is not going to completely turn into a puddle of water just because it's 33 degrees now it's still going to take a lot of time for that snowball to even melt before it's something completely different before it's changed before it's like in a different state yeah but we think so again social media it's Tomorrow. Yeah. It's going to be 33 degrees, and that puddle is now, the, the snowball is now a puddle. Right. No. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to turn it up to 50 degrees, and it's going to melt. Boom. It's, it still even takes time. Right. It's going to still take time. Probably still be like a little bit of snow left. Mm-hmm. But no, in society and social media, what they look, make you look at is like, oh, look, look, they have this house, they have this car. Now you're going to go get it. Tomorrow. Those get rich, sque- get get rich, rich quick schemes. Yeah. No, bro. Buy my course, and tomorrow you'll have a flight to Bali and 18. 18. I say Bali a lot, but 18 million in your <laughs> bank account. Yeah. Like, no. No, bro. I also, <coughs> that ties in. Like, with, when deleting social media, I learned more about patience. Mm-hmm. Like, I learned, to, and to build anything, I need a lot of patience. Tons of it. Tons of it. Oh, my God. Patience and persistence. Yes. And without social media, because again, it's like, I can go to the next to like change anything. I could change the song so quickly. I could change how I feel so quickly. Mm. I could change what I look at so quickly. But in real life, I can't do that. I can't do it that quickly. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. So much time. Sometimes it takes months, years. Right. But social media, I'd give up so quickly because it's like, ah, I mean, I could do something else. It, it's not working as quick as I thought it would. I'm on to right. the next. And it took me 17 years to get out of my hometown. I don't think about that enough. Like, 17 whole years of my life. I didn't even know I was going to be in Florida. I didn't know what was going to happen. But I had faith, right? And I just kept working. It took me 17 years of growth, of changes, of, of like tragedy, of trauma, of so much stuff for me to get to a new point in my life. But social media, they, don't t- they show you straight to the, to the destination. Yeah. The destination. I have that wrote that down too. When I deleted social media, it took a while too. Like it wasn't like you know right away I reached a new destination. Yeah. But there's two things. It's a two parter. Not only did I reach a new destination, mm-hmm. but I realized the destination that I wanted while I was on social media wasn't the destination I truly wanted. Right. It was just because I admired what someone else had. Mm-hmm. And that's where I wanted it. Kind of, kind of like I was comparing where I was at, and I, in order to stop comparing, I felt like I had to get to where they were at. Mm-hmm. And deleting social media, I'm very comfortable where I'm at, very happy where I'm at, because I know this is where I wanted to be by the decisions I made. Right. They weren't influenced by anything else. Mm-hmm. And because of that, like, I, I truly feel like a new human being. Yeah. Yeah. My habits are new. My, what I watch is new. What I read is new. My friends are new. Like I said, I, I filtered out a lot of people that I, like, I wasn't friends with. Yeah, that you didn't rock with. And. Now, like, again, it's all gone. It's new friendships, new everything. Yeah. So I guess it's like 
that quote where your dream life will cost you your current one. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you can't bring old luggage to a new destination? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you go to Germany, you can't bring that same luggage that you got from Germany to Hawaii because it's two different temperatures, two different seasons, two different environments. Yeah. Like, you got to let go of a lot of those things or just leave it behind. Right. And so when I left social media behind, I got to Hawaii. (laughs) And I was very comfortable. Yeah. I was enjoying Hawaii. Yeah. Just like with me, I had to leave... Right, I can't in a new destination. I can't be the same person. I can't. I can't bring the baggage that I had mm. from that one place to the same place. Mm. That means I haven't changed. Yeah, and that means that the destination. I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be as as much as I want. It's not gonna be what I want it to be. Yeah, I'm not gonna feel how I want to feel. I'm gonna be so stuck up in what's before, what what who, who I used to be. Right, and that's the social media. Like you get stuck in like what. The world is doing what what you used to be, what what you're conveying, what you're looking at. But in reality, when you're off there, you start realizing, like God put me here for a reason. He mm-hmm. put me in this moment for a reason. Mm. He put me in these places for a reason. He wants me to be content with what I have now. He wants me to be content in the places that I've come, how far I've come, how much I've grown. But social media, no. Oh, you know what? You don't have that. You don't have that nice trip. You don't have that passport. You don't have that house. You don't have that Ferrari. Yeah. Right. You're you're not where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's like, and then now it, it adds to me. It adds stress. It's like, damn. Yeah. They got all that. Like, I want that. Mm-hmm. Dang, I must not be doing something right. But in reality, no. Like, every cars a rental. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're literally posting a rental car. They're gonna go give it back tomorrow mm-hmm. and then hop back in their Toyota Camry and go back home. <laughs> Come on. Well, to double down on what you said, where God put me here for a reason. Mm-hmm. I felt that I walked, or I feel that I'm walking more in my purpose when I deleted social media. Mm-hmm. Because now everything I'm doing is, one, to make it fun, because social media was more fun than you know, sitting down and doing nothing. Yeah. To feel more productive and to get to where I, I set, where I, where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, I have to be intentional with my, my time. Very. And my, my decisions. Yeah. Because I, I remember one time when I got cut from the baseball team my freshman year. I was just scrolling on social media in my room and I was just like kind of like drowning out the feelings mm-hmm. and I'd see like the seniors posting like like their little group photo together and I was like oh man how do I get there and then I was like oh maybe I should do some push ups and then I did like 10 and then I was like okay well like there's yeah. still four years before I even get to my senior year yeah. like there's that gap that I completely didn't even think about mm-hmm. but like social media was like okay if you do this this and this you'll get to where you want to be right it's like no if you do like ten, ten, like ten sets of two twenty-five, you'll gain like fifteen pounds. Or like I don't know if you there's kids kids in middle my middle school who'd be like their search history. Not me, I promise. I pinky, I double pinky promise. Would be like how to get abs in six days. Like yeah. what? Six days. <laughs> that's yeah. literally that's not physically possible. Not even close. But that's what people's thought process was like. It would be so distorted on the speed of time, the speed of progress and patience right and that's it's distort social media is distortion of reality yeah the metaverse the metaverse and and like it's it's honestly getting worse by the second as we speak by the time we put this out it'll probably be 10 times worse and it's it's run by the devil you heard it here first (laughs) but there are people on there like us who post and who who are trying to wake you all up 
from what this sick social media metaverse reality is putting out because it's destroyed everything. Like I can't even talk to people anymore the way I want to. I can't even go up to anybody because all they're doing is in their phone. Mm -hmm. And then if I say something like, hey, excuse me, they're like, what? Like all- Oh, rude. Like you're distracting me from what I'm watching. (laughs) Yeah, you're distracting me from my dopamine hits. Yeah. Um, My girlfriend, she said she was walking next to somebody Mm -hmm. and- I'm gonna try and describe this as best as possible because it's a it's an imaginational story, like yeah. a real story, but you have to imagine it. Mm-hmm. They were on their phone watching whatever, so they were looking down, mm-hmm. and they went up to a door, used their left hand, that one that wasn't holding the phone, reached out to touch the door handle, like went up and down to try and like move the the door handle, mm-hmm. but it was a push door. All you had to do was just push the door. But they were trying to use the door handle because they weren't looking at what they were supposed to be looking <coughs> at. It's like they were so their attention was full, solely focused on the phone mm-hmm. and what was on there rather than the door in front of them that was basically blocking them for where they needed to go. Right. Not paying any attention. Any attention. Literally doing the complete opposite of what they're supposed to do. Yeah. To get to the next point. And think about how dangerous that is too. If there, there could be anybody in front of that person. I was thinking like there could be anybody in, in there. Anybody. And, like, literally, it could be the, the serial killer. Yeah, the world is a very dangerous place nowadays. Yes. And, like, to be on your phone looking down, you're missing the envi- – like, you're missing your, your space of safety. Mm-hmm. Like, you know there's a lot of, of shootings that are going around and, and schools and public environments. On your phone, like, you could walk right past that person. Right. And not even know it. <laughs> you put yourself in harm's way because you are so focused on what's going on in, on your phone. Right. Like, what's more important, your phone, what you're watching or your life? Right, or your life, literally. Same way with people who are driving. I, 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 was gonna, I was just thinking that. Go ahead. No, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, somebody could be, like, they get a text message or they want to scroll on Instagram while they're on the highway. But then mm-hmm. the sec, that one split second, they look like, who texted me? Car in front of them breaks. Uh, Car, crash, car accident. Potentially losing their life. Yeah, potentially losing, like, like killing other people. Yes. And what's more important? Social media or, or, or your life or others' lives? Yeah, like we allocate so much time and attention to these devices rather than our own life. Right, than our own like, device. Vice. The vice. Oh. Hey. <laughs> the vice. <laughs> hey. Wow. Yeah, like literally our phones are our vices nowadays. And like they literally hire psychologists mm-hmm. to help with the production of these things. So like our, our phones, like the reason why it's so bright is because it, it, I'm not neurotransmitters, but it does something like it's a very colorful picture to our eyes, so it makes it more pleasing to to look at. Mm-hmm. The phones, like the sounds that you hear, like the ding, they have a psychologist test that multiple times with other other people who aren't part of the the production process mm-hmm. to see which is the most a pleasing sound to the human ear. Like they have the top of the top to know what they're doing to keep you coming back. Isn't that sickening? Yeah. It's like I said earlier, like they know what they're doing. They hire psychologists. People who like are like in like who know the human brain, who yeah. know how to get to a human brain, who yeah. know how to like like psychologists are some of the smartest people in the entire world. And they're hiring the top of the top to f- make a device to get you distorted from your own reality. Mm-hmm. So that so then who are they working for? What, what's really going on? <laughs> what, what, what are the real rules and regulations? Yeah, what, 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 is, yeah what, what are you guys really putting out there? What's, what are you really trying to do? They're trying to do is destroy society. 
And you know, that also comes with, like you were saying, where people like immediately pull up their phone when they get a text message, mm-hmm. like, even when they're driving, it's FOMO. Fear of missing out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like deleting social media, I've had less FOMO because I don't know what's going on. I Which I need, I want to get to that point where I'm like, I don't even care about checking it. I just want to chill with me and my my peoples and just not worry about it. Have engaging conversations again. Yes, engaging conversations like like with like with us, like you and I. Like literally, this podcast is just based off of you and I having multiple engaging conversations that like made me want to like wake up the next day and then do it again. Yeah. <laughs> like remember all those times we would go on the walk at night. Yeah. We weren't both on our phones. Right. We didn't even check it. Like, literally, it'd be like, oh, dang, it's already 3 o'clock. Yeah. We'd be so lost in our own world, mm-hmm. not in the metaverse world, <laughs> in our own reality, just talking about things of life together, mm-hmm. sharing our perspectives. Yeah. A With, true perspective, like, not filtered by other people's yes. opinions. Right. Oh, I also want to um, go into this, like, mm-hmm. like, I was telling you, uh, me and Abe were having a conversation. I told him how I feel. I just feel, like, wrong when I talk about sports with him. And I talk about, like, things that don't, like, trigger my mind or trigger our minds. Like, on social media, you you have the ability to share posts. Mm-hmm. And your homies, whoever you're on there with, can share posts to you. You can share posts to them. Most of my homies, I'm sending, like, girls. I'm sending, like, look at this. Look at this dumb video. <laughs> look at this. Look at that. Like, I could be sending my homies some encouraging stuff about God, but instead I'm sending a booty. I'm, yeah. Instead I'm sending somebody's house. I'm sending a car. I'm sending an NBA player doing this move. When I could either, like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm Not only am I destroying my perception, the phone's destroying my perception, I'm destroying my, my friend's perception Ooh. too. I'm destroying him. So now I'm liable. I have blood on my hands now. <laughs> you have blood on your hands. Yeah. Yeah, even then, like, they could be driving, and you send them like that, and they're like, oh, let me pull it out. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, they're looking down, and a car's coming at them. Right. Hmm. Or they're walking, and then there's a serial killer right next to them <laughs> with a gun in their hand, but they didn't see it because I sent them a stupid video. Bro, look at this video. No. Like, no. I have, like, I have blood on my hands now. It's kind of like... I'm sorry to cut you no, off. No, no, yeah, go ahead. Like, you know, I don't know if you've seen these commercials when you were younger, but it's like... Somebody would be crying on on the camera and say, "This is the last message that I sent them before." Oh, I oh, I, like yeah. I've seen think it. about that. Like, if it were to happen, you were the one reading like your last message or the last thing you sent to them. Right? Would you want it to be that thing? Right. Would you want it to be that stupid video? Yeah. That dumb message. Really, the last last conversation you had with somebody. Again, that's what I said. It's more engaging conversations without social media. Right. Because it's not like we're talking about, or even more more um, informative conversations. Mm-hmm. Because, again, speaking of my girlfriend, when she was at work, she, she likes to drink Celsius's when she's feeling like with like low energy. Yeah. And her coworker, who's, I think, 30, mm. was like, oh, my gosh, did you know that Celsius have cocaine in them? My girlfriend's like, what? Where'd you hear that from? She said, I saw it on TikTok. Just because you see it so many times on TikTok or on Instagram doesn't mean it's real. Did you know, fun fact, this is um, on The Social Dilemma. It's a documentary on Netflix. They have a statistic saying fake news, false news, spreads six times faster than real news. Yeah. Wow. And I I looked it up when she sent me that because my girlfriend didn't believe it. Mm -hmm. I looked it up. That's not even real. 
That's not even real? No, the, the cocaine in Celsius, that's not real oh. at all. Oh, yeah, cocaine in Celsius, yeah, I'm not going to lie. You you have to be very stupid like, to believe that. The I'm girl sorry. took cocaine, failed her drug test, and then blamed it on drinking Celsius. <laughs> oh, it had cocaine in it. And then people believe that. Yeah. Made decisions based off of someone else's opinion, which was false. Right. Made decisions and opinions and then took it to somebody else. Yeah. Because I got it off social media. What? what? That's really? Not real. Yeah, it's like, you know, you can get real information off of social media. Yeah, you but can. you have to follow the right sources. Exactly. And you have to take time to even look up if that is even real. Right. Like, oh my gosh. There's so many times I'd see, like, someone would send me something and it wasn't real. Right. It but was. they sent it to me. And that's, like, that's kind of why I deleted it too. That's why I don't even have WhatsApp anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, my grandma would send me something about something going on in Haiti. We actually had this conversation at the Haitian Student Organization Club meeting. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just, I'm, I'm sick of like when my grandma gets something, she just sends it to me right away. Like, oh my God, look what's happening here. You need to do this. You need to drink this. It's like, that's not real. Yeah, it's, it's not. You get it. You Google it. Go on CNN. Go on all these paid news sources that inform society on real things that's going on. Right. Not some street journalist. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Again, more, not to like ramble on, on like the fake information or whatnot, but. It's fact. It's not real. It's not reality. Mm-mm. I remember one time I saw, this is around COVID, right before I deleted social media. It said that COVID was actually discovered in 2013. Really? It's not true. World Star posted it. Yeah. World Star. And people were commenting, I knew it. I knew it. You can't trust anybody. You can't trust this. You can't trust. And They're then other people that are reading it with like are more naive are creating their own opinions and sharing these opinions with other people. Right. That's ruining relationships because someone else might see something different. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Or another thing, I was on, it was on Twitter, and they posted saying, look, everyone was talking about how Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were actually statues, and here's the proof. And they posted some like mannequin that's doing a fake wave and fake smile. And everyone's commenting, I knew that there was something suspicious about these people. I knew that. And then one person posts, are you guys idiots? This is a museum in England. <laughs> and I looked it up. It's actually a museum in England that someone took a video of and then said it was the real queen and prince. Right. That people started to believe because they saw it so many times on social media. Right. Social media is not your news source. It's not. It's a source, but not a valid news source. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then on top of that, the AI, mm-hmm. it's, it's terrible. They're like, they got these AI like raps, like the AI start making these raps and and you got the AI pictures that they draw and all these, it, it's honestly getting out of hand. There's even AI deep fakes of yes. corn. Yeah, exactly. AI deep fakes of corn. That's so degrading of a female. Bro. There's a teenager who did that of his classmate. Wow. Yeah. I didn't say a college student. I said a teenager. teenager. That's degrading. Just degrading, destructive. Destructive, very destructive. That ruins so many people's reputations, their trust. Right. But people on social media, like, it's like, again, they're bold. Keyboard warriors. I feel like we're just ranting right here. Let me, let me say some, some things positively. It's how you use the app. Because mm-hmm. like you said, like you use it to preach. Yes. CNN uses it to post news. Right. Nike uses it to post advertisements. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know any other. Um, like pastors use it to again to preach. Preach, yeah. So it's how you use these certain things. Uber drivers use it to promote their their available spot. Yeah. Restaurants use it to promote their restaurants or deals. Mm-hmm. So it's how you use these certain apps. Right. Like it, it is still detrimental if you use it poorly. But if you become the tool, then you're screwed. <laughs> Literally, get it? <laughs> <laughs> if you become the tool, you're screwed. It's it's really detrimental. Why why do you think it's free? Because mm, you're the product. Mm. Drug dealers and social media companies are the only two things that call their the people that use them users. Hmm. Whoever uses a hospital is a patient. Whoever oh. uses customer service is a customer. Yeah. Whoever uses Walmart to purchase whatever they're using, a customer. Yes. Whoever uses social media, a user. Whoever user. uses drugs, user. a user. Mm-hmm. Like it, it honestly is a drug nowadays. It is. It's the most approved drug in the entire world. <laughs> the most approved drug the in most, the entire world. Like most that. legal drug ever. Yeah. It's important to do a detox on it too. Super. Like what again to what I was saying, like deleting social media, like this is a long detox for me. I don't think I want to go back. Yeah, that's like most like what can I say? Like with weed, I could say. I used to be like, damn, I gotta smoke, gotta smoke. Yeah. And yes, for those listening, yes, I've fallen into the trap of smoking weed, but I'm free now, praise the Lord. But <laughs> like, oh yeah, I gotta smoke, I gotta smoke. I don't see myself not smoking. And then I finally like God finally delivered me from it and now I'm like, I don't ever wanna go back. I don't want. I don't feel like doing it anymore. What am I gaining out of it? Yeah. What am I obtaining? What is so beneficial from this that I I just keep searching, searching for, seeking mm-hmm. for nothing. Same thing on social media. There's nothing on there. Like I'll even get myself caught up. Maybe this is off topic, but I'll get caught up in like looking through my views to see if this one girl that I like or like these few girls I like view my story. You know that goes validation. Right. Social media like creates that need for validation. Yeah. I know girls who like and guys, okay, so it's not just girls, but I know people that would delete their post if it didn't receive enough likes. Yeah. I didn't get enough likes. Repost it. I did it. I'm like repost it at a different time, like at six PM on a Friday. You know the schedule of when people are more active on Instagram, but you don't know what stocks are are, are, are making plays right now. <laughs> right. You know the the perfect social media time, but you don't know scripture from the Bible. Oh. Mm. Okay. Okay. Cool. That is John three sixteen isn't really popping in your Bible, <laughs> right? <laughs> you ain't got that John three sixteen pulled up, huh? But you got that. Uh, go on, so go on. Post that Friday at six p.m. Um, the shirtless one. picture or a booty pic. Yeah, like, yeah. No one wants to see your abs. No one wants to see your ass. Right. Nobody's trying to see that. Lustful photos. Lustful photos. It creates lust in people too. Right. It does. It's lust and validation that people want. Right. Like those people that like my photos probably don't like me. Right, there's so many people that probably watch my stuff. They're like, "Shut up!" Thousand followers, like 500 friends, but it's only me in the in the picture. <laughs> right, where are they at? Yeah, where are my 500 friends? Where are my 2,000 followers at? Like, where are they at? Just it distorts you again. Yes, but it is a tool. It is, but you have to be able to control it. Yeah, you have to be in control of it. You can't let it control you, or else you're the user. You're being used. Mm-hmm. A physical thing that you mentioned it earlier was like when um, people have their head downs all the oh, time. Hunchback. Yeah, they're hunchback. Long term, that creates a really bad, bad posture. Yeah, really bad posture for yourself. Mm-hmm. 
and like think about it, when we're looking down, right? It's our head, our skull, and our brain that are looking down on our on our spine. Like one, like it's not just one bone, but like one long strain of bone is now hook like like a fish hook holding your skull, which is sixty pounds. You know, you know what's sixty pounds? A six-year-old child. It's like having a six-year-old child on your back. Every day. Every day. 24. For 24, six to seven, seven hours. Six to seven hours, yeah. Like, it's really or bad. even more. Or even, yeah, more. even more. There's people who have it more. It's ridiculous. Look at, we're going to see. Let's, we should do, like, have somebody conduct a study. They're probably already doing this. <laughs> of how many, how bad society's posture will be in the next five years mm-hmm. after, like, social media. This would be terrible. Horrible. And their eyesight, too. More people are nearsighted now than ever. Yeah. I think I was born like that, but... I was, too. Yeah. I was. So, like, you know, I'm an outlier. Yeah, same. I'm an outlier. <laughs> I was born blind. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, there's, like, there's actually people who, like, I know in, in the continent of Asia, like, it's, it's more than us. But, like, 60% of, of U.S. people are now nearsighted. Wow. Because of their phones and their computers. Right. It's because there's const- that blue light. It's constantly in their eyes. Yeah. Speaking of blue light, I've also had better sleep. Mm-hmm. Less blue light in my eyes when I'm right before I go to bed. Yeah. Like, and, like, you know, my mind's not just constantly racing of the things I just currently watched. Mm-hmm. Like, my mind's still because I didn't watch anything. Yeah. It's just peace. Peace. And that's what I see. That's what we need to search for is peace. But peace. social media doesn't give us that. Mm-hmm. We're thinking that... Oh, yeah, I can hop on social media, go look at some posts, and it's going to be relaxing, you know? I mm-hmm. like that. I'm searching for that easy dopamine. But no, peace, you have to earn your peace. And the way you earn it is by praying, right, spending time with God, quiet time with God, mm. you know, doing things that you don't feel like doing to earn that peace. Mm-hmm. Social media, it takes, it steals from your peace, it steals your mind, it steals everything from you. You know, everybody nowadays are slaves. Yeah. Trying to help my friend, my brother John Mark, get off of there. Shout out John Mark. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, call him up by name. Yeah, <laughs> John Mark. Yeah. So when you listen to this, get off that phone. You know what? Also, too, like, say you spend seven hours on your phone. It's seven hours of what? Like, what's the quality of the information that you're receiving? <laughs> right. You can't even tell me what you look. Give name me one video you watched in that seven hours. Exactly. Asked me that yesterday. I, like, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, dang, I don't recall anything." Exactly. Right. Like, and like just to say, like again, it's a it's how you use it. I have maybe like my my screen time is about two hours, but my YouTube time is about maybe eight hours. Mm-hmm. But I also listen to like two podcasts and an audiobook. Market Monday. <laughs> Literally, check out everyone. Check out Market Monday. You have time to scroll on Instagram. You have time to talk to people. You have time to do all these things. God, will, God has given us the tools. Like our phone is now like the biggest tool in the world, but we're letting it get dusty and letting the battery die by not taking care of it or not letting our our, our bodies get taken care of by mm-hmm. using the right resources. Right. Eight p.m. Eastern every Monday. Market Monday. It's three financial advisors, black financial advisors who are very popular in the black community to give give what stocks to invest in, give life advice, 
and they're relatable. Right. They they talk about the culture. Like they they met with Diddy. Yeah, they met with Diddy. They met with Robert F. Smith. I bet people don't even know who Robert F. Smith is. Do you know who Robert F. Smith is? Nope. One of the richest black men in America. Shout out Robert F. Smith. I don't even know him. See? Don Peebles. No. The richest black man in America. But people don't know who that is. They know, they know celebrity gossip. Right. They know celebrity beef. But yeah. then they wonder why they're not where they're at right now, where they want to be right now. The tools in front of you. Like, you pray to God for the tools. You pray to God for the thing. But God gives you the tools. Right, because God is not a genie. God is not a genie. He wants you to build. He wants you to be patient so you yes. enjoy the thing. Right. But then you're letting it get dusty. You're praying for the moment to slow down so you can have your fun rather than catching up with the moment. Right. Get back to reality. Yeah. Go catch up on your, on, your, on your reality. Yes. Social media is slowing you down from it. Mm-hmm. Getting your tools dusty. Yeah. Somebody on here, you have the tools to, to, to shape your reality because God gave you them. Mm-hmm. But because you're using, you're being a tool, you're getting screwed by social media and what the distractions are on there, you're not getting to your destiny. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the simple fact. You're, 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 you're letting the phone hinder yourself, your mm-hmm. potential. Letting all, these, all this validation, all these women, men, you're letting all these, this money on there, these rappers, you're giving them all this money, you're giving all this success to them, but you're not, you're not growing your own kingdom. Mm-mm. Not building your own kingdom. Right. Brick by brick. Brick by brick. But instead, you're building somebody else's. Yeah, you are. You're get, somebody's gaining money off of your likes. Yeah. People are getting money off of the, Literally, social media accounts are, are meant for you to stay there as long as possible. Right. To make as much money as them for possible. And you don't even know that because you're just scrolling the entire time. Making them money. Yeah. Making them money. Are you making money of that? Did, no. did they say they're going to send you a check Mm-mm. when you like their post? Mm-hmm. No. They're oh, no. No. Hey, we have all the resources, but we don't take advantage of them. Like we, Google yeah. will only give you what you search for. Right. That's it. Literally, exactly. They only give you that. They're not giving anything else. Instagram is only giving you what you recently have liked. And then, yeah, that was, oh, perfect, you say that. Instagram, you go on that little search bar area, everything on the suggested is something that you like. Yeah. Confirmation bias. Right. And then, again, that's why I said it divides people, creates arguments, because what your social media would be versus what a conservative would be mm-hmm. versus what, a, like, a, like there's a politics, a liberal would be. Yeah. It's three different social media accounts. Three di- you would receive three different news sources, three different opinions about the same event. And then you'll think that other people are reading what you read, but are completely denying it. Right. They just didn't see what you saw. And now you guys are arguing about, about basically the same thing without acknowledging the other p- person's side, mm-hmm. which causes more division. Yeah. Like, again, it's confirmation bias that's constantly getting shoved down our throats by social media. Right. And we think we're right we because we see correct. it so many times. I saw it this many times, so I'm correct. They saw, they saw what they like so many times, too, and they think they're correct. Yeah. Again, it distorts you. <laughs> Social media is a distortion. It's a, a huge distortion, and that's why sometimes I think I'm in the wrong generation mm-hmm. because it's like, bro, if I, lived it, if I was born in like the 70s, 80s, I would have a, one heck of a time not, not worried about social media, not worried about others' opinions, being who I am, having so many more genuine conversations I bet you the world even felt different. It probably the, the air probably felt different. The food was probably better. <laughs> like some things were just so much better when we weren't on this phone. Absolutely. Like life. There's a there's a study where guys and girls too again 
if they're on their phone and they look at, let's say, models, like people of like really really high beauty standards, and they look at just a quote unquote average human being, they'll think the average human being is less attractive than if they would have looked at the average human being first. Mm. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So same way it goes with food. Same way it goes for houses. Same way it goes for music. Same way it goes with like friendships. Same way it goes with relationships with parents. Like they'll see how social media is, and then compare that to their everyday lives, and then think their everyday life is ten times worse than what it was if they would have just looked at their everyday life first. Right. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Think about that. Right. We'll see somebody who we would have thought is honestly beautiful. But if we see the the model first or someone on social media first, because you know social media only they only put the like, the best things, we'll see the the person the average person as less attractive. Mm-hmm. Our opinions are distorted by what we just viewed. Like literally, statistics are telling us that. Right. Psychologists are telling us that. So many studies on it, yet nobody is looking into this stuff. Because no one's looking for it. Yeah, because they don't. They all they're looking for is their next dopamine hit. Mm. The next dopamine hit, yeah. Go ahead and whoever's on here, um, go ahead and keep scrolling. Watch. Just watch. We we warned you. You don't reach your goals by scrolling. Right. (laughs) Are you going to scroll to your goals? (laughs) (laughs) Is that Instagram like going to get you your goals? Exactly. What are your goals? Like, I I bet people, it's going to be, I bet. I know it's a lot harder for people to name their top five values versus their top five rappers right now. Right, because they see rappers and their conver- those conversations a lot more than an engaging conversation about top five values, what they value. Yeah, and what gets you further in life? Your va- your your decisions are dictated by your values. Yes, not by your top five rappers. Yeah, your top five, and plus, even better, your top five rappers don't care about you. They don't. They don't even know you. <laughs> they don't. Oh wow! But that's then good. they they can instantly just name them. Oh yeah, I like Drake. I like Kanye. I like Kendrick. Okay. Do they like you? Mm. Do they know you? Mm. But you, I bet you they have their values, don't mm-hmm. they? Mm. The people that we value have their own values. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. We don't even have our own values. Mm-mm. Can't even. Can't even answer that question. Mm-mm. I know mine. You know yours. You want to go for them? Um. Number one, God. That's my number one value. That's my first value. I value having a relationship with God because to be in, in connection with our, our creator, to be in connection with the one who loved us so much that he gave his begotten son, to be in, in connection with him, that's you know, that's my number one value. Um, number two would be having the people around me that keep that tell me the truth. Mm. Instead of like tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. Like on social media, it shows you what mm. you want to see. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. I like that. But it doesn't tell you what you. It doesn't show you what you need to see, right? So like, although shout like for example, I use my mom, mm. like or you for for instance, like you'll tell me the truth instead of telling me, oh yeah, go do that, go do this, go do that. Being a, instead of being a yes man, you're like, no, you need to improve on this. You need to go here. You need to go there. Like people that check you. Yeah, that check you and check who you are. Because we, we every day we wake up, we act like we're the best. We act like, oh, I know what I'm doing. Every decision I make is perfect until you have that perspective of somebody like, mm, no, you need to be doing something else. <laughs> you need to mm-hmm. be locking in on yourself, locking in on this and that. Um, third value, what could I say? 
being as genuine as possible to anybody I meet, to everybody I meet. And as much as it does to my detriment, like keeping my heart open to everyone, you know, and, 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 and this is definitely going off topic, but, <laughs> it is, but it's okay. <laughs> but like yeah, it. but like um, keeping my heart open and, and being the most as genuine as possible being as genuine as, as who God created me to be, not to, to what society wants me to be, who society wants me to be, being my most genuine self at all times. I don't want anybody meeting an imposter. I don't want anybody meeting who I'm not. I want everybody to meet Tyler Palmer and who I am. So being as genuine as possible. My fourth value... Um. To not value reality, not value what this world has. So valuing, not valuing what mm-hmm. society is. Because like people place these, like somebody's values could be like, oh, I need this car. I have value in money. I have value in this, value in that, in the materialistic world. But my values, I don't value that. Try not to value what the world has because the world is shiny, but in reality it's dull. Mm. It looks shiny. It looks good. Oh, it's so shiny. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. But in reality, it's 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 not what it is. It's not what you think it is. Mm-hmm. So my value, fourth value would be don't put much value into what the world values. Fifth one. Um I don't know. I said I knew. I I know fourth. Fifth one, I don't know. What are yours? Mine, I wrote down, so I had more time. Yeah, yeah, more time. Yeah. <laughs> but first is my relationship with God, mm-hmm. because that determines who I hang out with, what yeah. I do, what I say, where I go. Because that relationship with God, if I'm around a people that is like you know, let's say if I'm around a whole bunch of Satanists. And I value God. I'm not going to really hang out with them. Like yeah. I'm not going to talk to them about certain things. I'm not going to go where they want to go because I, what I value is going to dictate that decision. Mm-hmm. Dictate how often I pray. Dictate what I eat. Dictate how I treat myself. Yes. My second is family. My family, mm-hmm. which my friends, my girlfriend might hear, and they're like, "What the heck? What about me?" I consider those that I share personal things with my family which is very, very few people. Because again, I'm an only child and my, my parents don't even have them, any siblings. So, like, you know, like, you can talk bad about your parents, but someone else can't? Yeah. It's like that, but like on 10. Like, oh, yeah. no one could say, like, you can't talk, like, even if it's like a joke joke, I won't even take it like a joke. Mm-hmm. I will cut somebody off just like that. I have cut people off just like that. Yeah. Like, no. Same with my girlfriend, same with my friends. Like, I don't play games like that. Yeah. Second is growth. I value growth in any anything. Like I don't value people that just are stagnant in anything. Yeah, I don't value. Yeah, it's my third. It's my third. Oh uh, yeah, you said second. I was like, oh shoot, my bad. Yeah, first is relationship with God. Second is family. My third is growth. I value growth in anything. Like anything can grow, and it's growing in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just growing, like say like a company, right? If a company is only growing in profit size, but their product line isn't growing, is there, are they really growing? If they're only growing and again, profit size, but the employees is only two people, 
that means they have a lot more workload and they're taking on a lot. They're not really growing, they're just scaling. So mm-hmm. growing and scaling are two different things to me. My fourth is logic. I value, because I don't like when people have emotional arguments with me. Like, I'll, I'll, you know, or like, oh, I'm not gonna, like people value emotions more than logic. And sometimes the logic goes over emotions because it's like, well, I don't feel like it should be that way or I feel like that's wrong. Like, but is it wrong? And like, again, feelings fluctuate. So yeah, they go up and down like crazy. They go left, right. They dictate people's decisions, but... Okay, let's go like this. I feel like eating pizza every day because pizza's really good. Logically, that's really bad for my health. I, I, I feel like, you know... I'm not going to say me. People feel like corn is really good for them. But logically, that's really detrimental to your mental health. But feelings and logic is two different things. Like, if they value logic, or when people value logic, and they like, like you said, they tell you the, the truth, I feel like logic is the truth. Like, people that, that give me logic, I value a lot more than people that just like just emotional all the time. Fifth one is creativity. I value people that are creative. Because, first off, being creative is also being yourself. And also, creative is like, kind of like music. Like, I don't think music's as creative anymore. But, like, 90s music, eight, like, early 2000s, it was creative because, first off, that was them being themselves, starting off something new for the first time, or they were taking the old, mixing it with two other things, and then creating something new. Like, that's, that's brilliant. That's literally, like, again, that's a form of logic. And there's very few people that are creative anymore. They're embarrassed to be creative. Like the, I feel like creativity is also like listening to your your intuition somewhat. Like mm. this this might work. Like, hmm, will it? Let's try it. So creativity is also being bold in, in a certain way, because it's like people don't think about that. So creativity also to me is like thinking outside the box in certain things, or realizing there is no box. Right. The logic sometimes sometimes people are too logical, right, and they limit themselves from being creative. Hmm. Questioning myself now. <laughs> but those are my top five values. And because I deleted social media, and it's also like, again, deleting social media, this is like from like two years, I have more time to really think about these things. And also, it's easier for me to focus on certain things. Mm-hmm. So when I was writing these things down, it was easy to just like pull from what I've already thought of before and then write this down without, again, social media, like my thoughts scattered from here, there, there, this, up, down, right, left, this, that. So, yeah. You got any other topic points? Um, yeah. And I, I, I have to, I like to preach about this a lot. Like, we're in the end, bro. Like, my, I just want to speak like, end, bro. Like, when I mean in, I mean in times, like, Bible prophecy and all that. Like, in the reality, I don't want to get too grim, but everything that we're doing, like, is it going to matter in God's eyes? Mm. Is what we're doing this moment, every moment, is God approving or is God not approving? And will this help us get into heaven or will it, like, hinder us? Will it send us to hell? 
that's just what I, I like to talk about because I I have these thoughts and then like I'll be straight and I'll be like worrying about my life, but then our God tells us many times, don't worry about your life. Don't worry about don't even worry about tomorrow. You already have enough to worry about. Tomorrow doesn't exist. It does yeah, exactly. It could to it could be the end today. Jesus Christ could be coming back in thirty minutes. And that could be it. And then he, he cracks the sky open, raptures up his bride, takes the bride out, tribulation starts, and then boom, now hell is be, like everything could be over in, in, in a span of no time. So I, I say that to say like, really focus on your relationship with God. Really. Like, we, I love doing this podcast. I love talking to everybody. I love doing it with you, Abraham. Shout out my amazing host, me being a co I love all of it, every second. But I don't love it more than I love the Lord. You know, I love I love God. I love God more than anything. And I want whoever's on here to love God more than anything. Love God more than your circumstances. Love God more than what you have in your life. Love God more than yourself. Right. Love Jesus more than you love yourself. And don't get caught up in that metaverse. <laughs> back to the metaverse. <laughs> right back to the metaverse. This is kind of off topic for what you're talking about. I don't mean to cut your wisdom. Yeah, no, go ahead. But you can buy a house in the metaverse. Which is ridiculous. You can't live there. You can buy one. You can spend real money. Kind of like Jay-Z said it. He said, y'all spending real money on fake watches? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like what are we, what are we what doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Well, That's, that goes for validation. Yeah. That goes for fear of missing out because you don't want to seem like everyone else has a watch and you, you don't. don't fear right. of judgment because you're like, oh, he doesn't have a watch? It's like. What? Yeah. What? what and envy because you're pushing envy on other people to see like, oh, this is what I got. Yeah. Look at me. Look at this one. These people know what they're doing. Yes, they're aware of it. But are you aware? Are you aware that this device that you have in your hand is just a tool? You don't have to fall to it. Be bigger than your circumstances. Be bigger than your environment. Yes. Ten times bigger. Because guess what? God. It's bigger than all of that. Exactly. So this the question that I ask for the listeners that I ask that you ask yourself, and not only just ask yourself once, like sit down, meditate on it, think about it all day. What would your life be like if you put a screen time limit on your social media accounts? What would your life be like if you deleted social media? How different would your thought process be if you took a hiatus on social media. Mm. I like that. Thank you. Any final words, Tyler? Use the tool or be the tool. Mm. Which one are you going to choose? Mine is, it's not bad. It's just how you use it. So learn how to be accountable. Learn how, learn how to be accountable for your time or someone will be accountable for your time. Right. Or you'll be following accounts accountable for your time. <laughs> That's it for the rest of this episode. I pray that everyone who's listening has a great night or day. Peace. Peace. And God bless you.